Hello and welcome to Shay's Sports Stories. I'm your host, Shay. And on this show, I talk about the most interesting and important people and events in all sports. And on this episode, I will be doing a NBA mid-season review. Where I'll just be discussing a couple of the most interesting NBA teams or general topics at this point in the season. So starting off, we're going to start with the Utah Jazz, the current number one seed in the West, which is pretty surprising. I don't think many people thought that the Jazz would be doing so well this far into the season, but the Jazz are currently, I believe, um, 29-9. and um, They're very, very, or 27-9, actually. Uh, they're very, very good this year. They've been doing great. Um, but I don't think they're going to really keep it up. I mean, the Jazz are going to have a great regular season. They're going to, I actually think they're probably going to be the number one seed going into the playoffs, but the Jazz just aren't going to win in the playoffs. They remind me a lot of the uh, 2016 Hawks, I believe it was the year, where they won 60 games. They had four All-Stars, and then they got swept by LeBron and the Cavs. It's just like... I mean, that, that Hawks team, their all-stars were like Jeff Teague and Kyle Korver, I think Paul Millsap. You know, it's like there are a bunch of good players on the Jazz, just like there are a bunch of good team players on that team, but it's like there's not really anyone who, I mean, there's like maybe maybe the Spurs and the Grizzlies are the current teams in the plan right now who the Jazz would have the best player on the floor against. It's like the Jazz just aren't, aren't like a aren't a championship team they're not built like that in my eyes I mean they could even get pretty far but I mean once they face off against the Lakers it's gonna be done for them in my view speaking of which the Lakers um yeah I mean I think the Lakers are probably championship favorites again this year you know they they are only 24 and 13 they've been struggling a bit but that's because they've had a lot of injury issues um, with that team healthy, they're probably going to not have a ton of troubles in the playoffs, in my eyes. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about that team that hasn't been said, or that isn't just kind of clear. It's They're great, you know. Um, then, we'll talk about, in the East, the New York Knicks, who are not the best team in the world. They're not as good as the Jazz or Lakers. They're only 19-18, and 18, which is surprisingly good for the fifth seed in the East, because they have been bad this year, which we'll get into later. Um, But yeah, I mean, pretty great for the Knicks. Julius Randle has been very, very good. Uh, Thibodeau, I think, deserves a lot of credit for this, too, which, I mean, I wasn't expecting Thibodeau to be doing this well with the Knicks going into the season. But, uh, I mean, no, he and Julius Randle have turned this team around, and they're probably going to make the playoffs, and they might even make a little bit of noise, then they're not going to make the finals or anything, but, you know, they could do pretty good in the playoffs, I bet. Uh, next, one of the best teams in the East, the two-seed right now, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they got some star power there with their big three, Kyrie, Harden, and uh, KD, but they're not going to win the championship to me, I don't think. I mean, they, they could make the finals. I mean, I think I think the 76ers will give them trouble. Same with the Bucks, But I think the Nets definitely could make the finals. But the Lakers will destroy them. 
is in my, in my eyes at least. Like I just don't think, I don't think they have the depth. I don't think they have the defense. You have three guys who can score, and like the James Harden can. You know, it's like I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, three of the best scorers in the game. James Harden's a pretty good passer too. Katie's a pretty good defender too, but like not like an astonishing defender or anything. And it's it's just like that's not enough. You can't just have three good scorers or three even three elite scorers even. Like that's not that's not enough for a championship. There, I mean, there's been no NBA champions with as bad of a defense as the Nets have. So I don't see them pulling it off. Um, speaking of their probably best competition in the. Uh, East, the 76ers, I mean, I think the 76ers are actually a little bit scary for the Lakers as far as teams in the East go, because, um, I mean, there's, I don't think there's any other team that has a guy who can guard LeBron and another guy who can guard Anthony Davis, and Ben Simmons can guard LeBron, and Joel Embiid can guard Anthony Davis, like, I don't think those guys are going to be shutting down the other guy or anything, but they can play as good of defense on those guys as anybody in the league can. So it's, that's going to prove a little difficult. And I mean, they have 76ers, unlike the Nets, have pretty good defense and a lot of depth and, uh, you know, guys with, you know, different skill sets at the uh, in their team. So, and I mean, they can definitely hit threes if they're playing well. So that could be scary. I mean, I think... I think the 76ers have the possibility to actually be really surprising and make the finals and then do really well against the Lakers if the La- if the Lakers are the finals team. I'm not saying that's guaranteed. There's other teams. I mean, the Jazz could make the finals. I don't think they will. I was talking about them earlier. Uh, there's some other teams, the Clippers, the Suns. They could maybe make the finals, but I'm just talking about the Lakers because they should be the favorites in my view. Um... So, moving on to a more just general topic that we're kind of getting into with some of the past couple teams. The East this year is just so bad. Uh, They've improved a little bit in the past couple days when I was originally planning out this episode. The Knicks were the four seed with with one win over 500, and there was no other teams over 500. And the East aside from the top four, but now it's now there's six teams with a 500 or better record. It's just it's it's bad. It really is bad. Like this is maybe the worst conference just in basketball in general in like a long time. And I mean, even the top of the East, the 76ers, the Nets, and the Bucks are uh, would not be like the 76ers right now would be. Well, a couple days ago, they would have been, like, the sixth seed in the East, in the West. Now they're, like, the three seed, but still, it's it's just, um, it's bad over there right now. They only really got three teams that I think are actually, like, legitimately good. The Celtics, maybe, they're on the verge, because, like, they, 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 they're a little off and on this year. They've been doing very mediocre. They have potential to be a good team, but they haven't been good this year. And then, I mean, the Heat also have that potential. The Raptors, you'd think, would have that potential, but really, how they've been playing this year, it doesn't look like they're good at all, which is kind of surprising. But yeah, just overall, East is not doing well this year. Uh, next up, uh, I want to talk about the Suns. Um, 
Yeah, they're surprisingly the two seed. Like, I think a lot of people thought they would improve a lot, but I don't think people thought they would improve that much. But Chris Paul has been a huge addition for them. Devin Booker's been good, as usual. They're just a, they're just a good team, and they're playing well, and they'll do well in the playoffs, probably. Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's with some of the bouncing around, I guess, he's done in the past couple of years. Chris Paul's really been showing off just how great of a player he is. He was, you know, with Oklahoma City for one year, which wasn't even a very good roster he was playing with, and they made the playoffs and did all right. They got eliminated in the first round, if I remember correctly, but they did. They still went to seven, I think, with the Rockets. So, you know, he did well there. He did well with the Rockets. I mean, Chris Paul is just a all-time great player and I mean I think he's been showing it off with how much he's been improving all these teams he's gone to be interesting to see if he'll ever have some serious playoff success go to a conference finals or even a finals or even win a championship maybe that would happen with the Suns this year maybe it'll happen with the Suns in the future um, but there's a lot of competition in the West as we've been talking well with the Lakers and next the Clippers who have been pretty solid this year uh you know, I mean, they were pretty solid last year, so it's really just intriguing to see how they will be playing in the playoffs, which is where they fell off last year. I mean, they have a, they did, um, they do, do they do have a different coach in Ty Lue. Um, Doc Rivers is a great coach, but he is a little bit notorious for some of his playoff struggles. He's had multiple blown 3-1 leads in his career, so, you know, there is some questionableness with him in the playoffs. Whereas Ty Lue has been more successful in the playoffs. I mean, he's he won a championship. He did well with the Cavs every year. You know, they made the finals every year, which is very impressive. You know, they didn't have the steepest of competition in the East, and LeBron obviously had a lot to do with making the finals every year, but, like, he does deserve a lot of credit for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think he's just been generally more consistent than Doc in the playoffs, so maybe that will have an effect this year. Can't say for sure, but um, it will be interesting. I think, I think the Clippers will do better this year than they did last year, in my opinion. Because not just because the Ty Ty Lue thing, but also because like they've just been playing together longer and they they have more chemistry now than they did last year. So I think they have a clearer vision and they have last year to kind of get over where it's you blew a three three one lead when you were championship favorites at the start of the season. That's something you have to deal with going into this year. Um, the last team I want to talk about is the Bucks. Um, they're one of the three good teams in the East. They've been struggling this year as compared to, like, last year and the year before that, but they're still good. Um, it'll just be interesting to see if this team will be able to take that step up in the playoffs. It'll be interesting to see if Buddenholzer, who's had some questionable rotations in the playoffs, will really try to, like, cut down and have a clearer focus for the playoffs. And if Giannis will be able to, you know, win in the playoffs, because he's not, he hasn't struggled per se, but I don't, just his play style that hasn't lend itself to um, winning in the playoffs, really. You know, it's just in the modern NBA. Like, you can do a lot in the uh, regular season, but can that play really translate to the playoffs? It'll be interesting to see this year. I mean, they're a relatively similar team. So they have been in the past couple of years, so there's not a whole lot to say. It's just, really, they're just more interesting than anything else. It'll be interesting to see what they do this year. And then, 
Finally, last thing I want to talk about is who is the MVP this year at this point in the season. Uh, for me, it's got to be Joel Embiid at this point in the year. Uh, I mean, if the Nuggets were doing better, I think uh, Nikola Jokic would be up there. But for me, I think with he's on the one seed in the East. He's been playing fantastic. I think it's got to be Joel Embiid. Um, so, yeah, that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more, you can listen to Shea Sports Stories on any major podcast app. And stay tuned for more great content on 88.9 The Bridge.